Hey, I'm Steph. And I'm Lara. And we are Food and Mood. Hi, Steph. How are you today? Oh, hi, Lara. I'm fantastic. What about you? I am great. Let's get right into it. I know we have a great episode coming up. We so. do. What is this one on? Oh, gosh. We're going to be talking about herbs and spices mm. and how inflammation is, you know, a big player in our lives and how herbs and spices can really help offset that chronic inflammation yes. that, that can get in our body's way of healing and recovering. But at the same time, there's, we all have inflammation to some extent, right? Like that's how we heal from a wound that's or exactly. that's what happens when we get a virus, we get an inflammatory response. And Steph, I'm going to tell you before we kind of dive into the herbs and spices and all the specific ones that you're an expert on, um, I really was introduced to inflammation and how important it is not to have chronic inflammation with the onset of type one diabetes. Mm. You know, it's been about five years now since uh, I was diagnosed. And it's one of the first things that my doctor told me, which is that I really have to be careful about, um, you know, when I'm sick, for instance, that because there's that inflammatory response and it's natural and normal, but yet because of the type one diabetes, I can't stay in that place too long. I have to be able to get out of that inflammatory response fairly quickly. And so I've been really curious about, well, how do I, what do I do about that? How, how do I fight inflammation? And you've really helped educate me how herbs and spices, yeah. which are found so easily in every single supermarket these days, you don't have to go far. They are, you know. So tell me. Okay, so you know, let's you know, let's get into this because you know, some people are definitely confused. I want to talk about, you know, which ones are should be in like your cabinet. Which are the ones that you can cook with easily? Do you want to get fresh? Do you want to get powders? People ask me this all the time. Organic, yes. <laughs> I or, see organic spices. Or, yes, or so commonly, what so many people do is they target one, like for instance, turmeric. Okay. Turmeric mm. is one of the most anti-inflammatory spices. That mm. is like the first one that we want to debut anyway. But a lot of times what people do is they just take, oh, I'll just take a supplement of turmeric, right? Actually, what you want to, and you could totally do that, but where we see the most benefit is in this synergy. It's a matrix of bioactive components that actually work together. So for instance, if I broke that down and I said, actually, Lara, if you got a blend, right? A seasoning blend that had turmeric, that had cinnamon, that had cardamom, black pepper, ginger, maybe even saffron, it had a compilation of you would have more benefit using something like that than targeting out a pill form in mm. a supplement of just one. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's fascinating that a blend of the herbs and spices are really what make the difference. It, it does. And I'm going to tell you, you could, I'm going to talk specifically about a few, but I want to tell you how you could actually make your own super simply by if you wanted to, like, say, get a bunch of powders, right? and you were to use four teaspoons of ground turmeric powder, two teaspoons of ground cinnamon, 
two teaspoons of ground ginger, one teaspoon of ground cardamom, half a teaspoon of ground nutmeg, and a pinch of black pepper. If you make that yourself, you now have a turmeric spice blend that you could put on vegetables, mm. you could put on any form of black bean burger that you make, or even if you wanted to make a salmon burger, you could add it to an avocado toast and sprinkle it on there. You could make a golden milk latte with it. Now, granted, you could buy some of these things on the market that are already blends. One of my favorite is Frontier. Uh, there's one called Frontier Twist, and it's very similar to what I just mentioned. So, you know, they've studied a bunch of the individual spices, but once again, the synergy of mixing mm -hmm. and using a blend, blending them, yeah, is as effective, if not more so. They've even shown uh, if you eat a fatty meal, right? Like, say you want to eat a burger mm. and you put that spice blend in your burger right after you eat it there's less inflammatory markers in your body. That's how effective yeah. it is even right after you eat. So turmeric is one of the first ones that needs to be mentioned. It, and I and I want to make make one thing like super important. The, the bioavailability component is called curcumin. Curcumin is the active uh, component. It's called a polyphenol in turmeric. Mm. For it to be absorbed, you need black pepper, right? Mm -hmm. And the component in black pepper is called piperine. And that is actually what helps it absorb. And pepper in and of itself is a very strong antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. So just by using black pepper and turmeric, you actually get benefits. Right. So the black pepper really activates. It, it sounds activates. like the properties of the turmeric. Totally. You need them both together. Yeah, that's remarkable. It is. Um, it's interesting because you were mentioning about how turmeric can help, you know, when eating with a fatty meal and how it affects your glucose later on. I learned that not just with the turmeric, but also with cinnamon. I remember uh, with the onset of diabetes, I had asked the doctor, I said, you know, one of my favorite things to eat is rice pudding after a meal. I just, there's something about rice pudding that even though I'm in my fifties, it just brings me back to my childhood and I can't give it up. And I remember saying to my doctor, can I, and I eat rice pudding ever again because I know it's loaded with sugar. And I remember her saying, yeah, you can add cinnamon on top of the, of the rice pudding. She said, you're going to notice there's going to be less of a spike in your level of glucose following that snack. And that made me so happy. You know, I was like, that's great. I don't have to give up something that I love to eat. I love that. Can I, can I even make that even a little healthier for you? Cause I love that. Tell so now me. make your rice pudding with brown rice. Okay. So now make a rice pudding with brown rice. The milk source could be flax milk or unsweetened almond milk, mm -hmm. right? So now you're using a really good milk source and then mm. yes, add your cinnamon and add a little cardamom. Cardamom independently it helps with uh, ease your gut. It helps with an upset stomach. It reduces inflammation. It has antimicrobial effects. So cardamom in and of itself is great. And cardamom cinnamon blend right on your rice pudding is amazing. Cinnamon is one of the most well-studied spices for lowering blood sugar. So if we were to start to make a list and say turmeric is su super important, black yeah. pepper is super important, mm -hmm. cinnamon, super important. Once again, these can go into your spice blend.
Mm. and absolutely make I'm gonna it. test that out. Test it out on a rice pudding. It would be delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, ginger. I want to say ginger um, is another spice. Super easy to use, right? Ginger is found in lots of ways. We don't need a lot of it, but it's amazing for digestion, amazing yes. for nausea, and even pregnant women could use it to help with morning sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, super great for you in teas, you can make it into juices. It can absolutely be in powder form to add to any kind of baked good to any of mm-hmm. your spice blends. They have candied ginger. And you also I, know I some other pickled ginger. Pickled you know, ginger, yes. It comes with the sushi, but yes. um, where I get my sushi, they make it separately and they actually make me like half a quart of it. And I bring it home. And to tell you the truth, stuff, I snack on it through the day. And I noticed that it just is a great little, it just kind of picks me up. You know, it's like, there's nothing like the taste of ginger. It's so good for you. And it's very antiviral. I mean, so you mm-hmm. by just having some, some pickled ginger as, as a snack yeah. is incredible uh, for you. Yeah. I like it. It's so refreshing. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I forgot to add back to the cinnamon for yeah. a second, yeah. how um, cinnamon also helps me with my sugar cravings. Mm. there's something about it. And I I was reading how it's true. You know, supposedly it is used for that purpose Uh, because as you know, with diabetes, I can't eat a lot of sugar, Mm. but I still need it. I still need some glucose. Our brain can survive without it. But I notice when, when I notice that my sugar is getting a little bit low or I'm just craving that sugar, I have a little bit of it and it seems to stabilize me Mm. as well as ward off that craving for sugar. Um, it also, in terms of uh, like a brain health, it also helps with uh, what it focus, attention, being able to concentrate. So cinnamon is just such a powerful, again, along with the other ones we're mentioning, it's such a powerful spice. It is. And it's so delicious. And once again, please feel free to buy some blends. Don't mm. be, sometimes that's the easiest thing. We get intimidated on how to use these things. Do I have to go to the store? How do I use it? And so if you go and you find some of these really nice blends, absolutely use them because you. it's like you get a lot of bang for your buck by even sometimes just one bottle of something that you buy. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do that. Yeah, I, I use it um, as well on my vegetables. You could even add it to uh, certain coffees, right? You could make like- Oh, I like add chocolate. cinnamon yes. every morning to my coffee. I can't drink it without add cardamom cinnamon. Too. You add cardamom to oatmeal is amazing as well. So absolutely add that one. Another uh, um, spice I want to talk about is sumac. Mm. Sumac is interesting. Sumac is a- uh, is purple in color. Um, and it's got like a lemony taste. It's a little bit refreshing. Um, sumac is a little bit like unusual and sometimes we don't really know where to find it, but you will see it in your spice blend area or it will be mixed into certain things. But sumac is, a, it's got that purple anthocyanin, very strong antioxidant, very strong anti-inflammatory and has a very fresh nice taste. Um, it's nice in salad dressings. So if you make your own salad dressing, mm-hmm. you could add it to that concoction and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. So you might want to even look into uh, a sumac and also mm. saffron, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Saffron's amazing for 
brain chemistry, mm-hmm. right? It can yeah. help with depression. Yes. It helps with be- behavioral issues related to snacking, you know, in working with women who are trying to cut down with their weight and their eating. It's uh, evidence-based that saffron helps with when it comes to snacking, uh, but not for pregnant women and not for children under age six. Mm, okay, so you got to be know. careful in that area. Good to know. Yeah. And once again, saffron is a very expensive herb. But it just needs, you just need a little pinch of saffron, mm-hmm. right? Also helps with depression. It does help with depression. It's incredible for your mm-hmm. brain function, incredible for cognitive yeah. health. And I have to say, Steph, you know, from my end, when I'm working with clients, I'm always assessing how are they eating? What does their nutritional life look like? And I turn to these herbs and spices, letting clients know before you reach for a psychotropic medication, let's say, yeah. which maybe you're going to need, but first try to add some of these healthy herbs and spices Amazing. and see if you notice a change yep. yep, in your brain chemistry. See if you notice that your mood is more stable, um, that your, your concentration, your memory, your executive functioning has improved. So I think it's important to bring that up to clients. 100%. You know, two, two herbs that are fantastic are rosemary and oregano. They have antimicrobial, mm. they have antiviral, and they're super easy to use. You could use them fresh. Once again, they yeah. taste delicious on like roasted potatoes, right? Roasted mm-hmm. sweet potatoes, roasted purple potatoes. You take some sap, fr- fresh rosemary, mm-hmm. fresh oregano, a little olive oil. So using rosemary and oregano, or don't forget an Italian seasoning blend. Mm. An Italian seasoning blend will have that. Plus it will have garlic in there mm-hmm. and it will have pepper in there. So I, I can't reiterate enough, please feel free to either make your own blends yes. or buy them. Yeah. Speaking of making your own, if you like to buy like fresh cumin seeds, coriander seeds, uh, you could actually toast them mm. right in a pan. You dry toast them and put them in your own spice grinder. If you have a little spice grinder. Mm. And you could make your own fresh just like that. So mm, there's lots that of sounds ways. Easy. It is. It really is. And it makes your kitchen smell delicious. It, it's also hard to believe that you just need a little bit oh. of these herbs and spices to it's make a, a difference pinch. in your healthy. Like, how is that They possible? say a teaspoon. They yeah. actually say a teaspoon makes a difference. A teaspoon a day. It's hard to believe. I know. That's such a small addition to how you're eating and to your lifestyle can make such a tremendous difference. One, We always think it's some big change, some big investment, yeah. right? And meanwhile, like we're saying, these things are either in your cabinet yes. or they're in your local supermarket and not for a lot of money, not for a big investment. You can have a dramatic shift in your physical and emotional health. 150%. And, and, I, and I'm going to keep on saying that teaspoon amount. That's all it takes. That's like tiny. It's tiny. <laughs> Put it on anything you're cooking. I want to talk about parsley. Mm. A lovely herb. Parsley is known to lower blood pressure. It's mm. also a natural diuretic. So if you are, and so is dandelion. So say you go out, you've had a meal. It's so high in sodium. You, you know, you're at some restaurant and you feel like a beach whale the next morning. If you're retaining fluid and you want a natural diuretic, use parsley and dandelion tea. You will immediately start to like 
pee like 10 times, like within the next uh-huh. few hours and start to get that out of <laughs> you your system. You better be close to a bathroom. I mean, you do. I mean, be careful if you're on any antidiuretics. Obviously, you have to be careful because you don't want to drop your blood pressure too low. Mm-hmm. But parsley and dandelion are natural diuretics. They work like magic mm-hmm. and you could buy them easily in teas. A dandelion tea, they taste delicious. <laughs> so another great thing and easy to add. You could sit at night have a beautiful cup of tea. And in the morning time, you'll feel much, much better. I love adding parsley, especially to like my tomato sauce. Delicious. I love it. It's delicious. Yeah, I love the flavor of it. I know. So, you know, those are some of the natural ways and spices and herbs that we can simply add to our life um, in a super easy and super tasty way that's that's decreasing our inflammation. And I do want to say that every disease state not only the type one diabetes that you have, but every disease state is inflammatory based. Mm -hmm. So keep in mind, we all need to be living in a way that reduces inflammation in our bodies Mm -hmm. because there's probably not one human out there that doesn't have a little excess inflammation. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So what else is there that you would suggest Uh, if you're gonna add on some herbs and spices? uh, Those are the top ones, Lara. I swear, you know, because you know what it is? I don't want it to feel overwhelming for people. Sometimes when you're introducing something, you think it's not, you can't follow through with because you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But if you think about that arsenal of just having your basics, the turmeric, yeah. the ginger, cardamom, black pepper, cinnamon, maybe introducing that sumac or saffron. Mm -hmm. If you literally just started with that Mm -hmm. and you had that blend, start putting it on stuff Mm -hmm. and adding it to soups, adding it to chilies, Mm -hmm. adding it to, even if you wanted a savory oatmeal, you know, you could do that. Also, one of my favorite drinks is something called golden milk. A golden milk sure. latte. Golden milk is all of those spices I just said mm-hmm. that's made it's with- delicious. Yeah. And they have golden milk blends already on mm-hmm. the market that have all of those spices right in there. All you're doing is heating up your favorite milk, yeah. adding that golden milk-like seasoning and spice to it and having and sipping on that at night. It could be as simple as that. I've even seen beautiful recipes for- uh, like golden milk overnight oats. Mm. So you can kind of go that savory. Must be delicious. It's delicious. And yeah. Put like some um uh pistachio nuts on that. Mm-hmm. And it's like this delicious savory mm. overnight oat. Yeah. I also love how these herbs are in typically tea forms. Oh so yeah. like we're saying like, you know, we're always talking about how to end the day with food and eating. Yes. And we we always say like end it with a cup of tea. Yes. Have something warm warm up your body. Don't always turn to food and eating, especially when you're trying to improve your health and your lifestyle. And cut your eating at night. Yeah, absolutely. And it will, it'll cut your appetite at night by having something that's like herby or even a little spicy. You think about if you had a chai tea, because once again, those chai teas, they have black pepper, there's cinnamon, there's all that stuff in there that you go, God, I had that and I was fine. Yes. I've noticed there's something about, for me, I love to end my day with peppermint tea. Yes. And I know there are plenty of benefits and you could tell us about it. for your stomach digestion. Yes. But there's something about the peppermint that just allows me to like, like, that's it. That's the last thing I take in. And it's as if my brain knows that, you know, and it's expecting to have that tea. And I'm good with that. 
100%. I feel fine. So good for you. And it's so beneficial. So beneficial. Peppermints and ginger teas are great for digestion. They're great if you're a little nauseous. The only people that maybe have to worry is if you have, once again, uh, reflux. Yeah. Uh, peppermint can bother if you have reflux. Ginger mm -hmm. might bother you a little bit. But as far as like nausea or digestion of food after you eat, they're incredible for mm -hmm. you. Yep. I also suggest to some of my clients, uh, rosemary and thyme. Yeah. Yep. Because rosemary is special, you know, okay. has this uh, amino acid tryptophan, which is used to make serotonin, yes. which helps make you sleep. So it's a wonderful way for people to end their day. And I have so many clients who seem to have trouble falling asleep, staying asleep, that this seems to really aid them. And then because of that, again, they don't need to turn to a psychotropic medication, which has far more sometimes these negative side effects than what they're turning to it for. So instead, these teas, there are very few side effects. 100%. And, and once again, you get the benefit of, of rosemary being a very high antioxidant. So you're getting the health benefits of it just being an antioxidant yeah. as well as an anti-inflammatory. It really helps calms to calm your nerves. 100%. And helps with anxiety. You know, we've used, you know, way back, you know, the, these seasonings, these spices and herbs have been used literally 6,000 years ago, mm -hmm. you know, before medicine was even like mm -hmm. invented. So these things have been used for, for decades. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right now, most studies are lab-based. There are not that many human studies. Mm -hmm. but more and more human studies are being done now, and we're seeing the benefits um, and without side effects, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, as far as, uh, uh, as, as this episode for our spices and our inflammation, I think we kind of, we kind of nailed it with this one. I, I think you provided a ton of education and easy ways to implement the use of herbs and spices. Yeah. So Steph, thank you. Thank you, Lara. <laughs> we'll see you next week. I'll see you soon. Please share your thoughts, ideas, and questions for upcoming shows. You can reach us at info at foodandmoodpod.com.